Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childress, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Darielle Archer, or I feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from mystical, magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine its light on you, so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanated from emanating from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. And you can lighten up live from Seattle, Washington and vicinity every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk 1150 AM on the dial or listen live online from anywhere in the world you may happen to be at 12.50 p.m. U.S. time by clicking the Listen Live link at SedonaSpotlight.com. And today I'm super excited to have Drew Riccardi with me to talk about his new groundbreaking bodywork method called the Monkey Body. And when I say groundbreaking, I really mean it. And with an emphasis on (laughs) ground, which you'll hear more about in just a moment. So welcome to the show, Drew. Thanks, Martha. Really nice to be here. I appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah. It is such a pleasure. And um, why don't you just start things off by telling us a little bit about your own personal experience living with pain and a little uh, body pain and a little snapshot of your background as a professional violist uh, with an extensive background and expertise in body work in just about every method known to man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so all of that, that whole study was really to figure out what was this funky body I was born with, which was uh, a body that's hypermobile. I had chronic pain from uh, from early childhood. Some of my earliest memories were were having uh, searing pain in my arches. And, you know, I later understood it to be um, really part of this uh, part of having like hypermobility, basically, which you could then diagnose as hypermobility spectrum disorder or Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically had to figure out how to, what happens is that when we're, when we have loose ligaments, the things that connect our bones together, our structure is kind of, it's kind of wonky. It doesn't track right. So there's a lot of wear and tear in the wrong places. Yeah. And so a lot of my study was to figure out, uh, basically how to get out of what was just that chronic pain all over my body. And it was all exacerbated by the fact that I've played viola since I was about six years old. Yeah. The repetitiveness. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So by the time I was 10, I was already in horrendous pain playing the viola. Yikes. And so I ended up studying Pilates, gyrotonic, uh, Yamana body rolling. I was a part owner LLC of core movement integration, um, along with the work of like, you know, polyvagal theory of Stephen Porges my violin teacher, Mela Tenenbaum, and then uh, some work of Judith Aston. So it's it's been a long list. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did this all come together? And pretty profoundly, I might add, for the monkey body method to emerge from your personal experience with pain and your expertise in body work? Well, you know, it was a really wild, uh, you know, I went into these big active methods, you know, Pilates, gyrotonic, big movement, equipment-based methods. I had a whole equipment studio in Boston. No pain, no gain. (laughs) No pain, no gain, right? So I learned, you know, literally hundreds and hundreds of exercises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that work is about, you know, balancing and finding, you know, finding connection in the body. But Still, when you have uh, this this hypermobility, you know the hypermobility spectrum disorder, Ehlers Danlos. Um, it's it's something that you know it has to work on even more subtle levels. Uh, yeah. 
which is when we start to look at like Alexander Technique and Feldenkrais and things like that. So mm-hmm. I studied things that were on the periphery of that. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it really, uh, it came together one day when it was the first time I ever allowed myself to roll across the floor. <laughs> after studying all these fancy things and having about $30,000 worth of equipment and a whole litany of the certifications, I, I started to realize that, that, that rolling across the floor, that one could actually centripetally condition their body as opposed to doing sit-ups on one plane where we go down from our back and up to sitting up. You can actually, by rolling across the floor in sequence, you can have that same effect of core strengthening, but it happens in helical sort of spiral staircase patterns. Um, and it's really safe because you have nowhere to fall. Yeah. And, and I think so. that part of the equation, you know, along with just, you know, grounding, which we talk about, you know, on the show a lot, and a lot of people are familiar with, um, you know, the importance of grounding. And if there's any injury or trauma in your body that you're storing in your muscles and your cellular memory as well. I mean, there's no better place to do that. As I say, instead of this high, you know, tower of equipment with all these big, heavy weights, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, as opposed to just like, you know, the safety of being on the floor. It's, it's the truth. And it's, it's really funny. It was best demonstrated when, you know, this method, it really came into being during the pandemic because I couldn't see anyone in person any longer. Mm -hmm. So when I started on zoom, I had a client who had seen me for a couple of years, uh, very regularly. She was very, you know, dedicated to our practice together. We went through so many modalities, different equipments work to really try to figure out how to help her to be able to lift her arm above her head. Yeah. And she had had some pretty severe, you know, physical trauma in the past um, and some, you know, arthritis in her neck and things like that. And after all these fancy sequences I had come up with before, one day she sat down for a session in this, the monkey body work on the floor, she sets up her strap because the only prop that I use after $30,000 worth of equipment is this $15 stretch out strap <laughs> I that I get it. on the Amazon. Simplicity right? is serendipitous. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And she just sits down on the floor. She climbs her hands all the way up the strap with her arms overhead. She turns her neck to the bad side, the arthritic side, and then says at the very beginning of the session, okay, what are we doing now? <laughs> I said, look what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And I, my jaw was on the floor. I couldn't, you know, you can't let that, you know, you don't want to scare anyone and act too surprised. But I, I realized that it was time to really go back to a primal drawing board. Yeah. Well, and so then you were led to Sedona to really start developing this when you saw, wow, you know, just, you know, a, a groundbreaking first movement on the ground that seemed to open things up and then you've added to it kind of extensively but still so simply and so subtly and as i say pain-free which i think is the most important approach to dealing with pain i would think that seems pretty novel but i'm so glad that you're bringing this into focus well and that's really you know my a woman that i worked with in in, uh, customer-centered uh marketing someone who designed my site, who's also an opera singer and a colleague, uh, Ruth Erdi Hart. Um, she wrote on the front of the page, you know, you don't have to live in pain. I was a little triggered by that at first because I spent so much of my life in pain. <laughs> Living it, learning to live with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the same time, I think it's just a statement that we don't have to, we don't have to throw our hands up and 
we don't have to treat pain as this binary experience. It can be this thing that we dialogue with and that we interact with and a, a, a type of sensation and uh, conversation that can shift through our entire, throughout our entire lives. And I, I, I really appreciate that she challenged me to go to that place. Well, and so. that's where I think a lot of your, your monkey, um, your monkey method kind of emerged, you know, to this full program, I think because of, of that and just your intuitiveness around it. And interestingly, um, you know, when I've talked to you about this too, and I've actually, you know, looked at some of your videos, I haven't had an opportunity to uh, work with you one-on-one -on -one yet, because every time we need to get together, we just want to play. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's hard Let's to talk. not just want to play. play and walk around in Sedona, right? I mean, it's so beautiful. But your videos are so simple too. And it seems like there's a lot of emphasis on the pelvis area. And so you're, you're combining like the root and sacral chakras, you know, That's and it. on the ground and subtly That's it's it. like, wow, I mean, you really are treating mind, body, and soul when you kind of you know, I mean, you're talking about emotional um, and, and physical trauma that you're tapping into with this method, just organically and naturally. Yeah, it's, it's essential that we, you know, there's a saying in Pilates and classical Pilates that the preparation for the exercise is an exercise. Mm -hmm. And I always think about the monkey body. It always starts with this rocking, rolling sequence on the floor. It starts in supine fetal position, which is the earliest position that we that we inhabit as humans in, in the womb. Yeah, and just like and you can't it, skip you crawling know, or it messes you up when you're older too. I mean, there's a no, reason to do stuff on the absolutely floor. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I actually have a theory that by rolling across the floor in sequence, it's actually the way that babies, I believe, yeah. actually get their psoas to resisted in a resisted stretch to basically neuromuscularly activate to allow them to, walk. to go from quadruped to bipedal to walking. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, um, that is so true because that's what they do. They just, they, they just, yeah, they're a perfect example of how, you know, simple. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, I have and never had a functionally stronger organic. core. Yeah. yeah. I've never had a functionally stronger core in my life than the time that I have spent from rolling across the floor. Wow. It's wild. It's really wild. But I, what I love about it in the preparation to the exercise being an exercise, like they say in classical Pilates, it really helped me to honor from a somatic trauma therapy standpoint that mm -hmm. we really have to create safe space before we do anything. And then yeah. we hold the hand of that space and that person through the entire movement session. Because I'm not interested in doing passive work where I'm working on someone, which is incredibly, I mean, valid and revelatory and incredible and wonderful. But my whole thing was, is that my body dislocates everywhere so easily that I needed to be able to work on my own body where this rolling practice has become my physical therapy, my chiropractic and my massage therapy. And it's always coming from, do I feel safe now that I feel safe? let's let's expand it a little bit and start to go into deeper nooks and crannies and challenge a little bit do i still see, feel safe if no go back to step go go, go back to, <laughs> go back to rolling <laughs> well yeah, reading through can, some of you your can keep um, that thread yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know reading some of your testimonials that are just amazing and i'm so glad that you're you know you're just launching this and getting this out there now um but on your website i think it's um uh what was her uh 
I can't remember who's which which one of the wonderful ladies or one of the wonderful you know people that all just were like gloriously touting what you have done from them but i think there's that similar experience of people that have been working with you know um, you know very credible and notable um medical doctors they've been to osteopaths they've right. been to chiropractors they've been acupuncturists right. massage therapists like you said they've done everything and everything you know seems to work for a while but then, right. you know, they have to just keep going and going and the chronic pain just never, ever goes away. And, it, you know, and unanimously, they were all going, oh, my God, they just really felt profound benefits even after one session. And I think um, that is that sense of safety because yeah. that one session opens you up enough too and then you're you still never really getting off the ground through all your different exercises and so it's For just most a of really it, fluid yeah most of them but it's just a very <laughs> fluid fluid it's a great observation actually <laughs> you really don't leave the ground too much no yeah. not much at yeah. all no and, and yeah, so you're yeah. always in that safe space even as you're you know kind of going into a little bit more advanced exercises but um a lot of people um, that are in chronic pain, a lot of it, you know, did come from a, a, an accident or something too. So that's got it. That's just got to be in the, in the subconscious tissues as well. The fear is absolutely there and it, it has to be, it has to be honored uh, somatically. Yeah. It's yeah. not something this, you know, there's this mind over matter is really that, that saying needs to be put in the drawer yeah. Um, because we really are, we are embodied. And even if yeah. you do look at everything as vibration, but you know, emotions, uh, emotions absolutely are physically manifest. That's what I was taught by a mentor, Donnie Yankulovici uh, in Boston, who, you know, she, she was the first to really teach me to understand how to feel like layers of a Tootsie Pop kind of, yeah. am I feeling anger, yeah. sadness, or fear? <laughs> Where do I feel that in my body? Now yeah. let's breathe. What color it. is it? <laughs> yeah. Knowing that I feel safe in this space, let's now find it in the body. Let's breathe into that. Let's make it so large that it's almost like a low res picture that starts to pixelate. Yeah, and feel it, it starts... Yeah. Yeah. And it'll discharge and you will get, you know, someone will laugh or cry or shake or get cold sweats or hot flashes, all the above. I've seen them all. I've seen someone shake and convulse on the table, but you know, it was some of the most meaningful work we've ever done together in either of our lives, because I realized it is possible to titrate out that trauma and to find that equilibrium again. Yeah. Yeah. It it is just amazing. And um, you really integrate breath too, Mm. to, to work with your, um, so why don't you talk about that a little bit too, because that is, you know, as I say, integral in the you know, right. mind, body, spirit, you know, it makes it, it makes those exercise work as I say, I think in your mind as well. Absolutely. I mean, and Stephen Porges, I think puts it best. He, there's a little uh, 30 minute video of him on YouTube. I think, I, I don't, I don't know if it's too soon after he, he did, he sort of wrote his, uh, polyvagal theory the, you know the idea of the, the nervous system kind of being like a uh, traffic light you have green light is your safe space typically thought of as your parasympathetic space your yellow light is your sympathetic or so your fight or flight and the red being your your frozen your dorsal break uh, uh, 
you're freeze to play dead basically because you feel like you are so threatened that you have no other options. Yeah. Um, and he says that the breath is actually one of the deepest, I'm paraphrasing, but basically one of the deepest, most integral foundational ways to, to start to, I don't want to say override because it's too strong a word because it's not about it being forceful, but it is a way to actually shift that state and hold space for those emotions or whatever you're feeling and mm-hmm. and to start to usher that back to a, a balanced state which is it's why i've actually probably over 95 out of 100 showers of the past six seven years i've done vim hoff style where i end it f- blasting it cold for the last couple minutes yeah um, and it's just too. about regulating your breath changed my life <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, and, you know, I have to say, um, you're, you know, I, I'm hoping everyone goes to your videos. Um, and what's your website? It's the monkeybody.com. Yeah. Monkeybody.com. Yeah. We'll the have monkeybody.com. Yeah, yeah. We'll have that on sit on a spotlight for you to find too, as well. But your voice is so soothing too. <laughs> <laughs> I get that sometimes. <laughs> I know. So I, and you know, you guys have to check it out because he's got, you know, a full, there is like no barrier to entry for this work. As I say, you're not going to fall down and hurt yourself. You're already on the floor. And Drew just well, describes it's, it's it tried so and true. Sim- yeah. You're I've so fallen simple down and, and hurt easy with it. Plenty of times. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And, you know, you're, you're, you know, without your, all your kind of joints and everything, the whole monkey thing kind of tell us, tell, tell us about the monkey body. Where'd the, where'd the monkey body get inspired from? So the monkey body actually came from my brilliant, brilliant viola instructor. I play classical viola professionally as well. And, and it came from my instructor, Mela Tenenbaum. And my first lesson, she looked at me and she said, Drunichka, you hate <laughs> to have monkey body. <laughs> and she just flew in the face of all of these paradigms of up and out, you know, up and out tall and wide and lift the instrument. You can't do that if you're a professional viola player. Your your shoulder will fall off. Yeah. And so she was the one who really taught me to kind of hang in the structure of my body, which if you look at Tom Meyer's theory of anatomy trains, you can proof that through hanging in, you know, the superficial back line, for example, hanging in, in these myofascial slings that when you balance the bones, they'll actually support the body like a hammock. And so, you know, thank God for her. Seven years later, there I was at the Ritz Carlton, the old Ritz, the Taj now in Boston. And I used to play seven hours unaccompanied a weekend, 40 movements of Bach and another 40 to 50 violin tunes um, without any pain whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. She changed my life. But she was the monkey body. So I, I had to call this that. It was meant to be. Well, and, you know, monkeys, you know, they, they never seem to be in pain. You just look at them. They're just loose and, you know, cool. And it's a, yeah. it's a nice metaphor. Well, and, too. and animals rehabilitate themselves in the wild. You know, yeah, they, shake it off too. Yeah, they don't have a clinic to go to. Um, and I am very, I, I think, I think we should celebrate that we have so many practitioners in so many fields that help us, but I really want to get to the, the really nitty gritty foundation of what we can do to empower ourselves. That's really, yeah. yeah. And it, and it's, and, and I love, as I say, cause this method is it's simple. It's free to everyone. If they go to your videos and if they want Mm -hmm. one-on-one, um, time, because I know you're, 
Um, if you read any of the testimonials, it's like, I want grow too. (laughs) I want in my life, but, uh, you know, so he can work with you on zoom, but I mean, there's really no barrier to entry. I mean, if you got a floor, you know, a thin mat and uh, $15 for a strap, I mean, you can be on your way to having a pain-free life. It's just, I, I think it's so fantastic that, you know, and really, really want to support you and helping you get this out there. And now we will put a link to all your videos on our resource page as well. We'll figure out a way to do that where you can maybe introduce. I so appreciate it. Thank you. So um, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? What kind of final thoughts you want to leave them with before we sign out here? Well, that you can, you can feel empowered in your monkey bodies and we don't have to, we don't have to live to work out we can, yeah. we can, we can just feel safe and comfy and enjoy. That's yeah. really the point is the first session I ever had in gyrotonic. I will always thank Emily Silver for this. She said, well, if we look at all of this, really, the, the whole point of this is to just move with joy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 15 I... years of biomechanics later, you know. <laughs> and what's more joyful than rolling joy. around the floor like a baby, just thinking of a baby. You got it. <laughs> With a big That's smile it. on your face. <laughs> Not more complicated than that. Oh, I know. And there's, um, I have like this kind of, well, it's probably not very politically appropriate or whatever, but I see so many people like jogging down the street and you look at their face and they're like, I call them jogger Nazis. <laughs> 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 it's yeah it's I little, mean they look like, like <laughs> you know I'm like that does rough. not look fun <laughs> well and I do this work this is the low exertion this is to balance my structure so that I can do high high exertion I can I can strength train and I can hike and I can live my daily mid exertion life but this is what allows me to have any practice or any athletic endeavor in my life where I don't feel like I'm compromising myself. I feel as though I'm building towards something. Yeah. And when your body is, you know, um, integrated, like it's supposed to be and how, you know, your work gets your, you know, your core back into working properly, then just living and walking, everything you do becomes an exercise. That's it. Exactly that. (laughs) Okay. Well, why don't you repeat your website one more time? It's themonkeybody.com. Yeah. And you'll also find a link to Drew's website and an archive of today's show at SedonaSpotlight.com, along with other great resources to help uplift your mind, body, and spirit. And the latest updates on our clean water projects for the Hopi and Navajo at SedonaSpotlight.com as well. So please check that out. And thanks so much for joining us today, Drew. It's always so fun getting together with you. Thank you, Martha. Such a pleasure. And thanks to all of you listeners for tuning in and turning up the lights because we can all be spotlights helping to create a brighter world and better future for everyone, anywhere, and anytime. So shine on everybody and have a truly magical day. Hello, my name is Sering Lodu, and as a part of the Tibetan heritage, I'm discovering many sacred connections with my indigenous brothers and sisters around the world. I'm also learning how many of them are suffering because of the dirty water, and now it's time for us to help them. So, as we say, if everything is dirty, polluted, or gone, that means we are also gone, as life is a water, so when we take action to help purify our waters. We are also purifying ourselves. When water is polluted, so are we. When water is gone, so are we. So, therefore, it is important for me to connect with my indigenous brothers and sisters so we can share our connected 
and collective wisdoms with the rest of the world, which is how to live in harmony with the earth. The time is now and right now. We are starting with the Hopi and the Navajo brothers and sisters. So please, I request all of you to help this project and I pray for you all. Love you and thank you very much.